Welcome to Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to What is the Observing Self and Why It's Such a Powerful Therapy Tool? How to Separate Your Client from Their Problem. I think I did that because I was feeling so hurt. Or, if I could tell my teenage self one thing, it would be this. Anxiety overwhelms me when I see him, which is why I get so flustered. My brain stops working. We human beings have a unique ability that rarely gets talked about in Western culture. Anyway, it's the ability to observe and react to our own behaviours as if they were the actions of someone else. In other words, to engage the observing self. And as therapists and counsellors and coaches, we can encourage our clients to utilise their observing self because it enables them to step out of problematic trance states and gain a fresh perspective. The observing self makes us human. The observing self is perhaps the seat of what it is to be human in some ways. As far as we can tell, no other creature has the capacity to reflect on reality and its own place within that reality. If other creatures do have something similar, it's to a much lesser degree. This ability is a function of the prefrontal neocortex, which we can regard as the conductor of the brain's orchestra or the leader of the brain nation, hopefully an effective leader. From this capacity flows the potential to become more than just our immediate and current self in our immediate and current circumstances. Many classic psychotherapeutic techniques, such as the rewind technique, specifically encourage the use of the observing self, which can step outside of the problematic emotionality. The extent to which we can engage this faculty corresponds to how well we can transcend the situation in which we find ourselves understand the workings of our own minds and minimize damaging emotions so we can have clarity and calm. So here are three ways you can use a client's observing self to help them feel better. Number one, grade emotion, motivation, or pain. Whenever we grade or scale a problem's intensity, it is as if a part of us is watching the problem from the outside. We're partly outside the problem pattern and have removed it from our core self, and this breaks the grip of the problem behavior. So anything we can do that encourages that is a good thing. If I feel anxious and decide that 10 is the most terrified I could possibly feel, and one is the most relaxed I might uh, feel, then scale my anxiety at that moment as 7. I've done something very significant. The very fact of doing this requires me to use my observing self. This is one reason we use scaling with our clients, to help them see a situation from another part of the mind. Number two, raise a laugh. When we laugh at a situation or at ourselves, then for that time we engage in the observing self. It's almost as if we're outside of the situation or the everyday self. When people get labeled or label themselves as depressive or anxious or alcoholic, the opposite happens. The core of the person becomes identified with their behavior. In a sense, perspective is lost and their identity becomes meshed with their condition. Of course, humor needs to be encouraged at the right time and in the right way, you know, otherwise it will just be um, out of 
kilter with a person's experience. But you can tell that the capacity to engage the observing self is getting stronger when you see someone start to show flashes of humor in relation to their situation. Okay. Three, use metaphor and analogy. If you're lost in a thick forest, all you know is that you're submerged in a sea of trees and it's getting late. But imagine what it would be like if you could be lifted above the trees for a moment. You might look down and see that you're actually very close to a path. After being set gently down again, you'd be so much better able to find your way out of this mass of trees. So this metaphor neatly demonstrates both how metaphor can activate the observing self and patterns of, of emotionality and psychology, and how engaging the observing self can help people take a more detached view of their circumstances, putting themselves in a better position to escape a problem state or situation. Describing the pattern of a person's problem via a story or analogy lets them see it from the outside, so to speak. And there are many ways to help people detach psychologically from their emotional patterns. I would even go so far as to say that not just individuals, but whole nations and cultures and societies need to be able to view themselves from the outside so as to have a crack at becoming as healthy as possible. So I hope you found that useful. I'm Mark Turrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and if you'd like to subscribe to my email newsletter, you can find it over at unk.com slash blog. That's unk.com slash blog. Mm-hmm.